0: Welcome to the Resilient Mind Podcast. We strive to empower people all over the world with information, so they can strengthen their mind and thrive during difficult times. If you would like to contribute to our mission, you can subscribe or support through the link in the show notes. In this episode, you will be listening to The Secret to the Secret, with Esther Hicks and Daryl Anka. Enjoy.
1: We come forth, not to get you to believe anything. We see great diversity in that which you believe. And in all of that, there is perfect balance. And so we come forth not to alter your beliefs, but to reacquaint you with the eternal laws of the universe. And we are here to express all of that to you in detail. The secret movie tells a story about knowledge being suppressed. That's sort of the basis of the secret, that there are laws and things that Mm -hmm. you have not been allowed to know. And we think that by taking Abraham and Jerry and Esther's part out of the secret, they are doing the very thing again (laughs) that they used as the basis for their movie. Indeed. Unless you put the non-physical part of it in, then you've left out the guidance. And mm-hmm. when you've left out the guidance, then you'll just leave people mm-hmm. out there to all kinds of other random experiences no Mm -hmm. one really gets a bead on how to deliberately create when you're traveling from point a to point b in your vehicle it's easy to know just head in that direction and keep going and you'll get there but Mm -hmm. there are all kinds of people who would like to go from sickness to wellness or from a bad relationship to a better relationship or from confusion to clarity who haven't been able to quantify those journeys Mm -hmm. and the secret that there isn't a secret calling law of attraction a secret is like calling gravity a secret mm-hmm. like like if we don't tell them they'll fall up and step down <laughs> if we don't teach them about gravity they might throw a baseball and it might just go off into outer space unless they know that there's gravity and we say that will never happen law no. of attraction abounds and there's not a shred of evidence to the contrary of it and mm. the secret that has been suppressed is that you are source energy in physical bodies that's the secret of the suppressed even though <laughs> Everybody in the world is an extension of source energy. In other words, people don't keep the secret because they're trying to deprive you of it. They keep the secret because they don't think you're ready to hear it, you see. Uh And there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Because a teacher, a really good teacher, understands where his student is. So very interesting. So really, the story, the story mm-hmm. of the secret is, I want to tell the world the secret to creating. But I see that the world isn't ready for the big story, so I'll just tell them the mini version, mm-hmm. and then I'll call it a secret while I mm-hmm. continue to keep the secret. Mm-hmm. That's basically what happened. Wow. We've been calling this gathering many different things. For years it was about Law of Attraction Jerry said 25 years ago to us Abraham are there laws like the law of gravity that govern this universe And we said there is one law really worth understanding And that is Law of Attraction And that law says that which is likened to itself is drawn And then later As we began talking about Law of Attraction And how you get what you think about whether you want it or not We watched so many of our physical friends Struggling with the idea of it because They could not seem to control their thoughts Their thoughts were well embedded within them And we would see so many of you offering a thought or a statement And then you go Cancel, cancel Try to suck it back Before Law of Attraction got hold of it And we realized that In a sense as we were calling this the science of deliberate creation That you are putting so much pressure on yourself to be the deliberate creator We wanted to explain to you that you cannot help but be the creator of your own experience We wanted to explain to you that there are three steps to the process And two of them you don't even have to think about Step one is ask and life just insists that you ask all day every day You knew that when you came forth You knew that your life would cause you to ask And you knew that when you ask That the source within you would answer Not only answer The source within you would literally be The vibrational equivalent Of everything that you are asking for Every amended detail That your day-to-day experience causes you to ask for The source within you becomes And then Step three Is where all of your attention must be You must find a way Somehow some way to bring yourself into vibrational frequency of that which you're asking for in other words when you're asking for more money you must not continue to tell the story I don't have enough money you cannot continue to point out the absence of something you want without holding yourself in resistance to something that you want you cannot continue to tell the story of what is if you want something to change because as you tell the story you activate the vibration within you but it isn't just that you don't get the money you want or the lover you want when you beat the drum of the absence of it it's not only about that we know for most of you that's what it's about just give me the money and the lover and then i'll be good But it's far more than just not obtaining the things or experiences that you want It's that when you beat the drum of the absence of something that you have become You tear yourself apart You don't feel good And the result is you feel the negative emotion that is the indicator of that, you see So It is our desire That you understand that the art of allowing is the process that you want to learn Law of attraction is at the basis of all things And the art of allowing is the way you apply your understanding of the gap between who you are in this body and who you really are It's the way you manage your vibrational gap. And so maybe the new workshop rather than law of attraction which it was called for years or the science of deliberate creation which it was called for a few more years or the art of allowing that it has been called recently perhaps. The best thing to call this workshop is The art of understanding and managing my gap Or living life in the crack (laughs) Or I'm an eternally expanded being A few years ago as Esther received from us The wonderful book Ask and it is given We said Here is the title I am source energy and from my source energy perspective I make a decision to come forth into the physical form and a small part of that which is me expresses itself into the physical environment where the contrast and the socialization that surrounds me inspire me in my human form to a new and expanded version of every idea that I consider and as those ideas emanate from me in the form of preferences or desires or prayers or requests the non-physical Energy Surrounds those And becomes the vibrational equivalent of that And law of attraction responds To that vibrational equivalent With such forcefulness That a stream of energy Pulls forward toward it Toward the expanded version of me And creates a sort of vortex That if I let go of resistance and doubt if I let go of unworthiness and unfairness and injustice if I focus upon the brightest spots that I can find in my physical time space reality or beyond I will let loose of resistance and the stream will carry me to the exalted expression of who I truly am publisher said it was much too long (laughs) so he gave it the title ask and it is given which says exactly the same thing when you ask that which you ask for becomes the question is are you letting yourself be the receiver of the fullness of it here and now we want you to receive all of the manifestations that you're asking for we want that for you you are physical beings you are spiritual beings who live in an environment where that which is spirit materializes and so it is right that you would be surrounded by these things that matter to you but it is our desire that as you leave this gathering today that you have a newfound resolve within you that goes like this nothing is more important than that i feel good today wherever i'm going no matter what i'm doing no matter who i'm doing it with no matter where i am it is my dominant intent to look for that which i'm wanting to see because when you start training yourself to the best that you can find from where you are you gradually little by little find something better and 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 before you know it you become the vibrational equivalent to the source within you and when you become the vibrational equivalent to the source within you you begin to see the world through the eyes of source you begin to hear the world through the eyes of source and smell the world through the nose of source and taste the world you begin to experience life in the way that you intended and friends we got to say to you now that you know what you know and we know that you you know it because we know everything that you know and we've imparted to you what we know and we felt you know it too now you know what you know you can never go back you cannot be less than you have become and be happy and so we mean this in the most free way you have no choice if you are wanting to feel good than to be that which life has caused you to become
0: but now we would also like to share with you that there is Also another secret to the secret. And if you wish, as an addition to what has been said in your recording, I could say then that there is a secret to the secret to the secret. Now, it's not that this was not said over and over and over again by us in the recording and by many other people but it was said in ways that may not allow you to recognize it for what it is. It was said in general ways. It was said in illustrative ways. It was said in anecdotal ways. But now we are going to tell you very plainly there is an underlying concept here that many of you may be missing out on because it hasn't been said plainly. Because we understand that because of many of the definitions and belief systems that many of you have been raised with, That some of those definitions may act as a filtering system that will not really allow you to hear clearly what the underlying fundamental concept here is (coughs) we know (coughs) that many of you get it when we say follow your passion (coughs) act on your passion and when you have heard others say follow your bliss act on your excitement act on your passion behave as if We know that you believe you get that much but at the same time in many of the discussions we have had with many of you we also hear the idea of putting your trust in negativity of doubting yourself and saying well I am doing my best to follow my passion but it doesn't seem to be working I'm doing my best to do this I'm doing my best to do that here's the key that we find in a sense is lacking from what the energy is that you're attempting to apply when attempting to follow your passion. It's all well and good to recognize that following your passion when you recognize it is the thing to do. But what you may not also understand the importance of is that you also. Here it is. Are you paying attention? The secret to the secret to the secret. (laughs) Ears open wide. This is going to sound very simple, but it's very important. When you are acting on your passion, you must also be passionate about being passionate, which many of you are not. When you search for your passion, and then you find something, or you recognize the idea of looking around at any given moment for what excites you the most at that moment, and many of you make an attempt, many of you make an application, many of you do an act, there will still be, according to many of your belief systems, those moments when you go back into when you choose to go back into many of your negative beliefs, many of your negative feelings, many of your negative thoughts, the things you don't prefer. And this is where it is most crucial to remember that you must also be passionate about being passionate in order to really allow your passion to work. And what this simply means is you don't ever give up you at any given moment that you feel yourself waning, look around and use your imagination and create for yourself in that moment an action and a behavior that will take you back into your passion. You must in that sense exhibit passion in order to create passion this is how you bootstrap yourself up the vibrational ladder to put it in another way you have heard us say you have heard them say when you have a vision when you have a dream when you have a picture when you have a visualization act it out as best as you can do all the things as best as you can To allow yourself to create the frequency of the reality you prefer even if it isn't literally physically manifesting yet this is the willingness to be passionate about being passionate instead of choosing to feel the idea of the inertia tugging at you from the beliefs you don't prefer the willingness to act differently regardless of the recognition that you have those beliefs. For example, when you see someone who is truly driven, truly passionate about something, about some career, about some reality, about some idea, you literally see that they are hungry for this manifestation. They are driven, they are obsessed with it. The idea is to become obsessed about being obsessed. To do the things themselves for their own sake of creating passion that will then allow you the opportunity to take that and create the vibrational state necessary to attract what you prefer. So, as we said, here's an example. You have now at your disposal, as we said, this tool called The Secret, and many other tools. It doesn't have to be this, but it's readily available to you all in a very convenient form, so it can be this. But as an example, if you are sitting around, looking at your life, looking to be passionate about something, and wondering how to be passionate about being passionate, The idea again to recognize is that when you see people who truly are passionate, they are driven at every level, at every stage. So if it's really that important to you, if it's really that important to you, bless you. If it's really that important to you, to create the reality you say you prefer, You will do what it takes. You will do anything. You will be hungry to create a vibration of passion within you all the time, which means that if you have any kind of permission slip or tool available to you, you will use it as often as you can. You will inundate yourself with it until There can be no other thought until there is no other choice. To put it in pragmatic terms, if you find yourself one day feeling that your energy is waning, listen, put on your headphones and listen to the secret again. If the next day you find your energy is waning, put on your headphones and listen to it again. And again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. Until you get it. Until it sinks in. Until it becomes second nature. Until it becomes your first thought. Until you don't think any other way. Inundate. Immerse yourself in all the things that are of that nature to the exclusion of all other techniques all other offerings all other tools if you're really passionate about something and passionate about being that passionate you will do what it takes you will allow yourself to be completely submerged and obsessed with the very idea of creating the state itself that is representative of the reality you prefer. Now, you don't have to do this, it's up to you. But what we are saying here now, and what we will be repeating throughout this particular transmission, is the recognition That whatever stage, whatever level of frequency, whatever level of commitment, whatever level of drive, whatever level of hunger you decide you choose to have for being passionate is completely what will determine the level of reflection you get, the level of effect you get. So if you say to yourself... I don't have to listen to that again I already know it still not working for me I'm still not happy still not getting the reality vibration still not creating the state of being I want but I don't have to listen to that again then that's the state you will remain in when you remember a time when you became passionate about something anything you couldn't get enough of it every day every waking thought you ate it you drank it you breathed it in you looked for anything that had to do with that thing to learn more to feel more to absorb more to immerse yourself surround yourself more with that idea the idea is that that in and of itself That activity in and of itself of immersing yourself in a passionate state is paramount is very important to the generation of attracting all the things that are then representative of that passion so if you're not going to be passionate about being passionate you are going to remove for yourself a very strong stepping stone a very strong connective link to attracting the things themselves that are representative of your passion. Does this make sense to you? All right, now we understand, and we know you understand, that even with this knowledge, there will still be portions of your mind, portions of your physical mind going, oh no, no, that's just too much. so be it that's your choice but we are here to tell you that everything you need to know and everything you have learned from us is being restated in this work and you have it available to you take advantage of it immerse yourself and again please remember how important it is for many of you to act things out we know it's no secret to us that when we have often suggested to many of you that the way to allow yourself greater opportunity for manifestation greater ability for manifestation is to actually go and physically act out the scenario that represents your highest joy and we know as we said it's no secret to us that most of you simply don't why not that's the question That's the true, honest self-assessment that really needs to be investigated. Why not? Because what that simply means is you're not really that passionate about creating that reality. It's not really that important to you. You're not really consumed by it. You're not really obsessed by it. You're not really immersed by it. Why not? That's the question. Why not? That is the most important question you can ask yourself with regard to what you say is your passion. Why am I not more passionate about my passion? Why am I not willing to do the things that everyone says will work? Why not? And that's where you need to come face to face with your own identity your own physical mind your own belief systems your own definitions your own issues about what it is that you are allowing to define you as a personality what it is you are choosing to believe in as a personality now you also heard in that recording an idea that we began to discuss last night of your time and this is the idea of what the job of your physical personality mind actually is and what it isn't. Many of you have been taught to believe that your physical mind is in charge, that it's supposed to control everything and figure out how everything is supposed to happen in order for everything to work. But you heard in the recording and you heard us say last night of your time that this is not your job description your physical mind is not designed to understand how things happen it is only designed to perceive how things happened it is not designed to perceive how things will happen it is only designed to perceive how things happened the higher self That level just above physical reality that is also part of your personal being is the level of your being that has the ability to understand how things happen. And that's why you heard us say and the secret say you don't have to worry. You don't have to focus on how something will come about. There is no way for you to know it's not within the capacity of your physical mind to know that it's only within the capacity of your physical mind to see how it did occur but not how it will occur the knowledge of how it will occur comes from your higher self not from your physical mind as we said last night of your time again pay attention very crucial The higher self conceives. The physical brain receives. The physical personality mind perceives. The physical personality mind does not conceive of anything. The physical mind is not capable of generating an idea, not one, not one. Any idea you have ever had has never come from your physical mind, not one. It can only perceive the result of the idea that was received by the brain from the conception of the higher self. Beginning to understand this relationship will allow you to begin to have a better relationship and an open line of communication with the higher self and will allow you as physical minds to allow the you that is the higher self to do its job while the physical mind goes about doing the job it was designed to do which is to simply focus you in physical reality so that you can perceive and experience the result of what you conceived from the higher self to be representative of your natural truth and joy. So, this knowledge and this understanding and this relationship can allow you to relax and not feel like you have to do so much. It's not your responsibility in that sense, as a physical mind to generate these things and figure out how it's all going to happen. As we said last night of your time, we recognize that the physical mind, if it is taught to think it's in charge, can get caught up in the idea of attempting to repeat how something did occur, thinking that what it is perceiving is actually how the next thing needs to occur, when in fact it's not. The idea of attempting to do that will only cause a repetitive cycle, a repetitive loop that will simply allow you to remain stuck in one particular manifestational level and it won't advance until you allow yourself to make the leap and let go of how you think it needs to happen and let the higher self show you how it can happen and then let your physical mind simply receive, perceive how it did happen. So you don't need to carry those bags. You don't need to carry that luggage. It's too heavy. You weren't designed to carry it. If you keep carrying it, you will be exhausted very quickly. You will start dragging. You will say life is a drag. This doesn't work. I'm not having any fun. Why not? Because you're doing too many jobs. You're not doing the job you were designed to do only. You're also attempting to do the job of the higher self. The higher self is the you that is on the mountaintop that has the big picture, that has the far view, that can look down at the physical mind in the valley and say, the road is this way. I'm telling you, turn left. I know you think you're supposed to turn right because you think you're in charge, but I'm telling you, turn left. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. You don't have to know how turning left is going to get you to where you want to go. I can see that it is because I'm on the mountaintop. You don't need to know. All you need to do is what? Trust me that I'm telling you the truth. Why would I do anything different? I'm you. When you understand that your higher self is truly an aspect of you, Maybe you will be willing to start listening instead of thinking because your physical mind has been taught to think it's in charge and thus doesn't trust anyone else's two cents. Instead of thinking that your higher self is trying to deceive you, trying to trick you. Can't listen to that guy, that gal. What does he know? What does she know about being down here in the valley? A lot because you are also it and it is also you what we are simply saying is this is the complete person higher self receiver brain physical mind this is the complete persona and when you compartmentalize yourself you are not functioning literally not functioning as a complete person you are shunting responsibility and the load of the job to only one portion of your personality only one portion of your persona the physical mind and expecting it to take up the slack which it is not designed to do you're putting too much weight on it too much emphasis on it and it's going to wear the physical you down to the point where it won't matter what the higher self says about taking this road or that road, you'll just be too exhausted to move. Just can't do it, sorry. The idea is, is that when you allow yourself to let the higher self pick up that slack by doing the job it was designed to do, your load will be lightened. You will be energized. You will be enlightened. You will feel freer. You will feel like you have more energy than you ever imagined possible. You will be able to move in the direction the higher self is suggesting because you will then not be weighed down by things that you don't have any business carrying with you and it will make you feel free and you can run down the road and that means as soon as you give up the job that isn't yours things will accelerate if you think you need to lug all this luggage down the road it's going to be slow going when you drop what isn't yours things will speed up because now you're not carrying extra weight things will accelerate The paradox here is that because the physical mind has been taught to think it's in charge and has to figure out how everything is going to happen, it actually slows things down, even in the face of wanting things to speed up. It's doing exactly the opposite of what it actually really wants to have happen by taking on too much weight. So by letting that go and allowing yourself to function as the whole being, and trusting the how to the higher self and not thinking about it not worrying about it in the physical mind is to how you're gonna get where you know you wanna be then you will allow there to be balance on all levels of your being things will flow in that positive direction representative of your natural self because you will be behaving as your true interconnected holistic natural self this When people talk about the idea of letting go, when they talk about the idea of surrender, this is what they're talking about. Simply surrender to being who you actually are instead of who you've been taught to think you're supposed to be. This is what you are now realizing in this new age of transformation on your planet. That you're not alone. That the compartmentalized you that you heretofore thought was the totality of your being is in fact nothing but a small piece. And that you actually have other portions of yourself that you could be using, that you could be allowing to carry some of the load with you, but which you have refused to believe can happen because of the way your personality mind, your physical mind has been taught to think about what it's supposed to do about what its responsibilities actually are and thus then once the physical mind has taken on this much weight has taken on this much more job than it was designed to do and it feels tired and it feels stressed and it feels weighed down what's the next step after that victimization resentment it starts dissolving and devolving and breaking down because it cannot carry the load. And once it starts breaking down thinking, this is supposed to be working and it's not, it now feels betrayal from the universe. The universe isn't supporting me, it's not working for me. No, you're not working for you. You're not working for you because you're working too hard for you. Lighten up on yourself. The universe does not expect you to have to struggle. It does not expect you to have to, in any way, shape, or form, suffer. Challenges, yes, but those are exciting. Activity, yes, but that's exciting. Struggle, suffer, no. There is no expectation on behalf of the universe that you should have to struggle and suffer to be yourself. All the struggling, all the suffering, all the doubt, all the fear comes from The misunderstanding of who you are and thus resisting your natural self because you're afraid to give up that control from the physical mind to the greater self for which it was designed. And when you thus then don't do that and take it all on yourself and start slogging down the road very heavy under the burden of things you have no business carrying comes the victimization, the sense of fear, the sense of betrayal, the sense of being alone, the sense of being cut off, the sense of being disconnected, the resentment, the hate, self-loathing lack of deservability, all these issues stem from not allowing your full self to carry the load. All of it. Bless you. There are, as we said, now many more different, shall we say, permission slips, Being created by many different people with regard to ideas such as abundance and living your passion and so on and so forth. They are all saying the same thing. Choose whichever one seems to work best for you. But when you make a choice as to what permission slip is most reflective and most representative of what you believe works best for you then take that information and inundate and immerse yourself in it to the point where you are truly exhibiting a passion for being passionate and thus then you will find that you will infuse yourself when you give up the weight that doesn't belong to you and you infuse yourself with a passion for being passionate the levels of synchronicity will explode in your life to such a degree that you will find staggering, miraculous, enlightening, uplifting, levitating. You will be flying in many different ways, accelerating, opening up, feeling the love that has always been there unconditionally for you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode with Esther Hicks and Daryl Anka. If you're enjoying the content and would like to help the podcast grow, you can support us by subscribing or making a small donation through the link in the show notes. As a subscriber, you will also gain access to exclusive episodes. Thank you for being a member of the Resilient Mind community.